Yes, yes, welcome. Welcome, petty people, to Dangerous Misinformation. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, this is the number one place in the world for dangerous misinformation. So uh, here you are. If this is where you want to be, this is where you meant to end up, you came to the right place. If you're here for some dangerous misinformation, what is dangerous misinformation? You might be asking yourself. It is anything that throws the lizard people a curveball. Because uh, anybody that says anything bad about me, that's obviously going to be dangerous misinformation, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, welcome. My name is Rodney Smith. I'm your humble narrator. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the only podcast where we love everybody, we make fun of everything, and we spread dangerous misinformation. Uh, please leave a rating. Please subscribe. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, leave a review or whatever the thing may be. Go check out. There'll be a link in the description to go watch the video episode. You can see my shiny, pasty face in action. Or just listen while you're doing your chores, while you're doing your daily oots and boots. And uh, that is sufficient. Um, as the shadow band Don, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I've seen my Instagram engagement go down about 92% at this point. <laughs> and that's an actual number. Uh, it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm just not even going to complain about it. The obstacles, the way, and the one thing that has forced me to do, Instagram being as fucked up as they're treating me right now. Um, I literally, I send them a service request every single day. I, I talk to somebody from Instagram literally every single day and I'm, I'm wait, and I don't know. So when I used to work at T-Mobile, I could look at the notes on somebody's account and I could see what their discussion was with other people. So I imagine at Instagram, they have access to all the data and whoever's been doing what and yada yada with my account technically. And I wonder if they see that I've had an interaction every single day with somebody. And I think the initial person that gets it is a real person, but that they hand it over to AI because then it just starts getting very robotic. And I think they're basically just like, man, fuck this guy. Because, uh, yeah, you're not allowed to say shit about uh, Hunter Biden. But that's okay, because it's made me really focus on... If Instagram wasn't treating me the way they were, I wouldn't be working as hard on YouTube, and I wouldn't be working as hard on TikTok. I wouldn't be working as hard as doing on doing the YouTube shorts. I wouldn't be going as hard on Twitter, even though Twitter's kind of banning me with stuff, too. Um, I feel like Gary Vee right now. You got to post on TikTok. You got to post on YouTube shorts. He just got to work. I understand what that motherfucker was talking about, though, because I always used to make fun of him. It's like I talked about on the last episode where, you know, I'd be at work with a, a drill in my hand, twisting wrenches, and I'd be here Gary, Gary Vee talking about, you just got to put in the work. I'm like, what are you talking about putting in the work? Sit down and record a podcast? That's not work. I sit down and run my fucking mouth for free all day. But... Uh, it's all the other stuff. It's the intangibles that people don't see. You don't see all the stuff that goes into putting this on your plate. So uh, as a favor back, if you do enjoy this podcast, like I said, please just uh, leave the ratings and tell somebody. Let's, let's grow this thing because uh, growing is showing or I don't know, whatever, dude. Um, I almost got rid of my cat today because last night I walked through my apartment with a black light. And I was fuming because I found all these piss spots. 
And so I took this cat from my buddy Alan. It was his girlfriend Mariah's cat. And, you know, I, I love Mariah. And I, I felt bad because they were going to get rid of the cat because the cat kept pissing everywhere. And I have this thing for taking in reject animals. I had a cat back in Austin named Sasha who I was volunteering at the animal shelter and this somebody brought this cat in. I was like, who the fuck surrenders? Oh, she was 14. Who the fuck surrenders a 14-year-old cat? It's like, I'm going to take this girl home. She's going to die like a queen in my apartment. But then I took her home and she would just howl all night, dude. And then so uh, that didn't work out. And so now with Dakota, who I love dearly, who I call perfection on four paws, uh, she, she pisses. And we thought it was territorial pissing because of the dogs at Alan's house. Uh, but she's pissing all over my place too. And so last night I was just fucking fuming, right? I was like, oh, because I had an agreement with Alan when I took her. I was like, I'm going to take her so Mariah can keep seeing her. But the, the second that she starts pissing in my house, because it's not because of the dogs, you need to take her to the pound or whatever you're going to do with her. And now I just can't get rid of her, dude. I don't have the balls. Uh, I don't have the heart. I just can't get rid of her. It sucks. So now I ordered a uh, like hundred some dollar carpet cleaner. Because I can't be having my place smelling like urine. You know what I'm saying? I can't be having my place looking like Gucci Mane's wrist or my, my neck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as much as I love my cat and I can't get rid of her even though she pisses everywhere, uh, I bought her some food and she doesn't really like the food. Then you hear people talk about this a lot. Huge people say, oh, I bought my dog or my cat some food and they don't like it, so I got to go buy him some new food. I don't give a fuck, bro. That cat can starve. I'm not, what am I supposed to do? Just throw all the food away? No, dude, you're a cat. And like dogs will just eat puke. If your pet doesn't like their food, I'm sure they'll get hungry enough to where they'll eat it. And then eventually they're, because they're an animal, their brain will go, oh, well, maybe I do like this. I had a cat uh, when I was a little boy. When I was a little boy, I took in a stray cat. I have a thing for taking in, you know how chicks take in criminals? I have a thing for taking in stray animals because when I was a little boy, I took in this black cat, and uh, his name was Miki. Don't ask me why. I think my mom gave him the name. And uh, eventually, when we all moved back to Zadoich, uh, we had to do something with the cat, obviously. So then my, my loving grandmother took the cat, and she babied this cat. So when I'd come hang out in the summers, like this cat... She would, she'd have all these little rituals. Like This cat wouldn't do anything without her by... It's, it's she, this cat... I'm surprised it didn't put my loving grandmother in her early grave the way it drove her nuts. But thinking back now, now as a cat father, as gay as that sounds, uh, I'm gonna just going to put the food there. And if you don't eat it, you can fucking starve, cat. You're a cat. Um, but I do love you. Uh, anyways, speaking of, uh, speaking of animal brain, I heard that George Soros is paying influencers are that George Soros is just paying people hella money to pretend that you think Joe Biden is great. And I want to get on this train, George Soros. So here's my audition. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden. I, I like Joe Biden. Joe Biden did a good job. He brought gas price down to two dollars. I can't. I not. I do. Sometimes I do on myself. There's no. 
Donald Trump is bad. The ons, on, I do not like the color ons. Give me my money, George Soros. Pay up, dude. If you're paying these other, I do not like guns. Guns are dangerous. Pay me, bro. I want some of that Soros money. You hear that his kid is just getting all the billions of dollars now? Of course, some kid, somebody growing up is a billionaire, right? I mean, I don't think with this whole tax the rich, take all the rich people's money and spread it out to the government so they can go spend it on wars. I'm not for that, okay? I do think people should be able to hand down their wealth. But also, once you've been handed down wealth, it's time for you to just go the fuck away, right? Like something I'm really sick of is all these celebrities' kids. Because the whole, you had the big rush, the big Hollywood, you know, Hollywood, everything blowing up, like really popping off in the, well, I don't know, actually, maybe I've only been paying attention since the 90s, but now it's like every actor and actress is some other actor and actress's kid. And all these people in the music industry are, you know, their parents were in the music industry. So we're not getting the best of the best. We're just getting the offspring of the people who were the greats at one point. You know what I mean? And whenever you meet, fucking rich kids they they're they're there's always just that little piece of them missing as far as being uh uh whatever like the it factor the it factor is never there with people that are born rich and now all the entertainers this is why everything sucks you got all these super woke movies and shit and all this watered down music because these kids grew up in mansions going to Beverly Hills High School and now they'll be like, oh, of course we care about the immigrants. Oh, of course we care about the oceans. Oh, of course we care about the climate while our dad takes us on vacation on a private jet and then we get chartered around on private yachts burning more fuel in an hour than the average family in a whole fucking year. Of course, then they want to talk about it. Then we got to be exposed to it. And if we say anything about it, we're the terrible people. I don't know, dude. Y'all already know what's up, though. Uh, I don't understand, like, since we're bitching about kids, okay? This is, this is the broad spectrum. When I say kids, I just mean people in general, people my age. I'm not one of these, like, oh, the younger generation. Well, I kind of am. But because uh, the, the older generation has always thought less of the generation, but I think we finally reached an end point because these kids now don't give a fuck. They don't care. There's, like, zero accountability. When I was little... When I say little, when I was a teenager, I was a degenerate, but at least I was afraid of the cops and I was afraid of my parents. You know what I mean? These kids now are like, oh, what the fuck are my parents going to do? They're going to hit me. I'll send them to jail. Oh, what the fuck are the cops going to do? I'll film them and get them fired and start a riot. These kids don't give a flying fuck, dude. They have zero respect for anybody. But the crazy thing is, is they're offended by everything. So which one is it? How are you going to constantly be offended, right? So if somebody says something, they freak out. If anybody says anything mildly offensive about whatever social class or racial group or sexual orientation or whatever it may be, these people all lose their minds. But they have zero respect for people's property, people's space. It's like you're, I don't know, I think there's just like a lack of, we, we don't understand respect anymore. And that's something I'm really glad that growing up with my mom as a hotel maid in a two-bedroom apartment in a fucking ghetto trash neighborhood in Germany taught me because none of us had shit. But the one thing we had, the two things we had were pride in our neighborhood. Like we cleaned that bitch up. That was the German in us and uh, respect. It doesn't matter how down in your last dollar you are. You can still have respect for yourself and other people and your environment. And uh, 
that's one thing that's really missing in America. And I think because, at least in Germany, because that that was our country, you know, like where else are we gonna go, gonna go? But America, everybody knows like, oh, this is just the big melting pot. Everybody just fucking comes here and does whatever they want. And so there's no, there's no pride in it anymore, I guess, uh, unless you go down south before all the before all the libs come and ruin Texas. I hope they don't, dude. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I've been, you know, I, I've been, like I said, I've been boycotting Instagram, but eventually sometimes I go in there and I'll leave little comments and uh, I'm having, I'm getting attacked from both sides. I get called a red pill incel and then I get called a, uh, a soy boy, you know? I get called both because I have opinions that don't just strictly line up with, so I try to look at every issue as a thing. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like being a, a political libertarian. That's how I am about like dating type shit and just general philosophy as well. Like, yes, there's good things about the red pill shit and I've been aware of it for a very long time. But then I say that, you know, like Myron from Fresh and Fit, he'll say he, he would never live with a woman. And I say, well, I think that's too far because having a family isn't a bad thing. And so you're, if you're aware of not becoming lazy and not losing frame, like why wouldn't you want to live with your wife? Like I look at old people, right? Like I look at my grandparents and both my, my granddads just love my, my grandmothers, right? And they're just kind to them. And my grandmas are kind to my grandma. There's just, it's just like these loving environments, right? And it's like, if I don't have that, I don't want shit. And it's like, why? If you're telling me that's not possible, you're lying because I'm seeing it's possible. You guys just don't hang around around old people. Because old people have proven, maybe not the boomer generation, but the generation before, uh, they've proven that men and women can get along. And I think as everything goes back into cycle, I think we can get back into that cycle. And uh, there's definitely good women out there, but what the red pill shit can teach you is to stay away from bad women. But it doesn't mean that all women are bad and you should just, you know, hate them. And a lot of these guys, what they, what happens to them is they get what's called red pill rage where they, they find out, you know, they hear a Andrew Tate or a Fresh and Fit or something like that. They hear these guys talk about female nature and the realities of how the people listen to have just been fucking simps their whole life. And then they get resentful. They get really worked up and they get really resentful about it. And, um, you know, the, the step beyond that is where you calm yourself back down and you realize, okay, not all women are bad. I've just kind of been a mark. And it's the same way. It's the same way a criminal will pick on a weak person, right? Or like the only kid that goes home with the black eyes, a kid that doesn't want to fight. If you're a fucking pussy with girls, girls are going to exploit that because why wouldn't they? They're trying to get resources. You know what I mean? Like if a chick's a huge slut, right? If a chick's a huge slut, uh, guys are going to use her for sex. I have, a big, I have a chapter about this in my book. Go buy my book, The Petty Principles. So if a girl's a huge slut, guys are going to use her for sex. And if a guy's a big beta dork, girls are going to use him for stuff. So a lot of these guys that come into the red pill thing, they realize they've been huge dorks their whole life. And now they're just mad at that part of female nature because they've been exploited. But that doesn't mean that women are all just bad and you should never trust a woman again or just completely give up on finding a wife. Um, it's the same. It would be like if, you know, slutty girls ran around being all pissed off about, you know, basically a lot of these people getting into the red pill space now are just uh, male feminists. Because it's just 
people bitter that they can't find dates. I mean, that's all it is. If you really boil it down. And I've kind of had a, uh, I've kind of had a shift about my opinion about Andrew Tate because I've always, I've always liked the bad guy, right? I've always liked the bad guy. I've always been drawn to the villain. Um, but I didn't even think he was a villain for a while. I thought, you know, he was a very highly misunderstood, but I do think his general message, what he's talking about, about masculinity and stuff is good, but the guy literally just brags about ripping people off. <laughs> and a part of me doesn't feel bad for the, I guess I, I don't feel bad for the guys that he ripped off. Like if you hear him talk about his webcam business, he talked about how he would sit there on a fake keyboard and talk to the guys who thought they were talking to a girl and they would take all that dude's money. I don't feel bad for that dude whose money they're taking at all. Okay. It's screwed up. Yeah. But I don't feel bad. You know, like if you're like, wh how, how'd you acquire all this wealth? And then you're just giving it away on the computer. Like all oh, these tech dorks, whatever. Somebody else deserves their money more than they do. But the thing about it is now Andrew Tate, he got popped for doing illegal stuff. And he wants to all talk about, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help men. I'm trying to be a positive thing for men. You didn't give a fuck about ripping them off before. So are you trying to help men or are you trying to take all their money because they're bitches? Or are you trying to, you know, separate the crowd? You're trying to separate the weak from the strong. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Um, but I definitely think that, uh, you know, dude's, dude's an interesting guy. Dude's definitely an interesting guy. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I think we're closing in on the end of the episode here. Um, I do want to say that I hate the valet trash people at my apartment. So if you're the valet trash people at my apartment, um, go get a different job. I pay 40 bucks a month to have the valet trash at my place and I'm totally fine taking my own garbage out. I don't even want to pay for it. I can just walk to the dumpster and throw my stuff away. But since I pay $40 a month to have somebody just come take some stuff out of a bin, grab the bag, and then do whatever the fuck they do with it, right? At least once a week, these people put a sticky note on my door saying something that I did wrong, that my bag wasn't tied off or that it's like, dude, I put my trash in the bag, I tie it off, and then sometimes a raccoon will get in the bin, right? Sometimes a raccoon will get in the bin and then they'll shred the bag. And then if the bag is ripped, they don't take it. So it's like, what do you want me to do about it, dude? I put the bag out there. If you don't come until one in the morning, there's a good chance a fucking raccoon is going to get into it by the time I put it out there at 830 at night after I eat dinner. And then I got to deal with the fucking trash. If you're, if you're too bougie to bag up some spilled trash when you're the trash man, maybe you should go get a different job, dude. And I don't hate on people for doing hard jobs a lot, but seriously, like... If you hate your fucking job that bad, go get a new job. Anyways, um, I'm going to peace out this bitch. Please leave a rating. Please subscribe. Uh, tell somebody about the podcast. I can't stress that enough, dude. Tell somebody. Let's grow this bitch. All right. Appreciate y'all. Petty out.
Chapa